Hi, you're listening to Lavish Hospitality, and this is another weekly short. It is going to be short this week because the boys have early release. So it is Labor Day weekend, and we are um, getting ready just to really do nothing this weekend. I don't think we have a lot going on. Um, I'm doing a big charcuterie graze table for an event at a home this weekend. But other than that, I mean, I think we're playing with the dog and chilling and playing outside, hopefully to enjoy some cooler weather. So like to keep these short. It's where I just um, highlight some things that I've loved this week or things that have um, kind of just been on my mind. So here we go. Psalm 119.64. As I have said, I listen through the Psalms each month. It has been um, <clears throat> one of the best uh, disciplines I have ever had in the word. And sometimes I listen to it for like five chapters or five Psalms and it takes about 10 minutes. Sometimes I'm listening to it for two or three hours playing catch up and I just love having it on, um, getting into my head. So this week I was, as I was finishing up, I was in Psalm 119 and Psalm 119 takes about 15 minutes to listen to. And I kept getting like, interrupted and had to start over, interrupted, had to start over. So I got to verse 64 and it just stood out to me um, as I was listening to it. So I wanted to share it with you as weekly short number one. Psalm 119.64 in the English Standard Version says this, The earth, O Lord, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. The earth is completely full of God's faithful love. And so often We do not see God's love in the world. And that promise, the earth is full of your steadfast love, is a statement, a fact. Not that the earth is also full of brokenness, because it is. And we will one day see all the sad things become untrue. But we need to see that, that God's love is in the world. And we can see it, and we can view it, and we can know God and his statutes. Um, Another... Thing, if you do not use Marco Polo on your phone, I think you're missing out. Um, sometimes I, I mean, I probably use Marco several times a day. There are several people that I have communication with via Marco. We don't communicate almost in any other way, but we have uh, deep conversations via Marco, which is a video chat app. We talk about prayer requests. We talk about how we're doing in our day. We're talking about our struggles. This is about as real as a conversation as you can get unless you are like sitting next to someone. And especially for people who you cannot sit next to, it is fabulous. So sometimes I use it and I'm doing it as I walk. So literally the people are getting a view of where I'm walking or the sky but it doesn't really matter. They're getting my voice and my words and it's easy to communicate because you don't have to check spelling or put in punctuation or make it short or anything. So I love Marco. Okay. Number three is games on my phone. Now, please do not hit me up and say, man, that's such a bad use of your time because I know there are people who will say that. And you know what? There are probably a lot of better ways I can spend my time. But this week, I was sitting in a hospital room for a few hours. I had an outpatient procedure, and it just took longer and longer. 
And I could have sat there and read the Psalms. And yes, that would have been a fabulous use of my time. But when my brain is just in gear of I'm going to get interrupted, I'm going to have to get stuck with the needle. I just want to zone out while I can and sit here by myself. And while I'm in and out of praying and thinking about things, I just play on my phone. I have a woodblock game. I have a bubble pop game and I have Candy Crush. It's not the end of the world. It is not addicting. Um, I mean, sometimes it is because I, sometimes you just want to zone out, right? So games on my phone. I'm thankful for those this week. What games are you playing on your phone or on your iPad or computer that you have found that are just fun? I'd love to hear. I am reading a friend of mine's book. His name is John Stark. He's a pastor in New York City. We met during our time in Louisville when we worked together. He is a solid pastor, a um, solid theologian, and really um, endearing as his work goes, especially in this book that I'm reading. It's called The Secret Place of Thunder. Um, The subtitle, if I can read it, um, because my book is in the car, the subtitle is Trading Our Need to Be Noticed for a Hidden Life with Christ. And almost everything we do in this life is to be seen. We live in a very visual world. We have social media. I mean, if I cook food, it's to be seen. Okay, my boys will see it. I want them to think I'm a good cook. Um, I want them to love food. I want my husband to think, wow, she's putting a lot of effort into dinner when usually it's like picking up McDonald's or Blue Box. Or I take a photo of this I just got and how I'm going to decorate it because I want people to think I have good interior design skills. Um, I put a verse on social media so people can see, wow, she really loves Jesus. So, I mean, it's not just post a verse and we don't care why people read it. It is hard motivation, y'all. And so I really think our world is in a need-to-be-noticed world. And I love that John writes this book. I'm in, um, just finished the longer intro, and I am underlining every page. And I love John's wisdom as he has worked this out um, in his own life. Not perfectly. He's still he's still doing it. But he has written this book from a place of um, personal personal retreat, personal knowledge of the subject. So if you get it, it's called The Secret Place of Thunder. I will link it in the show notes. Um, Another one is purging. My husband and I are both seminary grads. So if you know anything about seminary, you know you get a lot of books. Well, we have been purging our books again this week. And some of the things we, some of the uh, sections we have on our bookshelf is this theology and commentary section. We have a biography section And then, of course, we have a music section just because my husband was a worship pastor. And then it's like, okay, do I want to read this book again? Or has this book book been highly influential in my life? I have that stack. And I'll be sharing those at another time. But also, is it one that we definitely want our boys to read? So we're trying to keep those as we we get rid of books. We try to to look through those with those um, eyes. The last one is a podcast I listen to every week. It's called The Bulletin by Christianity Today. And I will caveat this with, I do not agree with everything that is said on this podcast. Okay? 
There are some sections of the podcast each week that I agree with more than others, or some I just kind of skip over and skip to the next section. But I really enjoy it. Mike Cosper is usually the host. Mike was my worship pastor out at a church in Louisville. He has influenced my husband and his thinking on worship. Um, but anyway, the bulletin this week, they were talking about, I think, Nicole and uh, Ron Mall's widow. I cannot remember her first name. And Russ Moore were talking about um, just being on hospice and living with the dying and as coming through my mother's death and just some other things going on in our family and in a lot of y'all's families that I've heard of, living with the dying is hard and we need to learn how to do it well. And I thought this was a great 15 minute clip. I'll also link that in the show notes. And now I'm going to go pick my boys up. So hit me up in the comments or on a direct message or something. Tell me what podcast you're listening to, what things you've loved this week. Maybe it's a fall food or coffee creamer that you really love. Anyway, hope y'all are doing well and I will be back at you next week. We'll talk about um, another chapter in the Aging with Grace book and um, another weekly short and maybe that book podcast I was talking about. Okay, have a great weekend.